All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another edition of Shabbat Lounge. This is Matt. And Jake. And we appreciate you stopping by. And as always, we appreciate that uh, you took time out of your busy schedule to listen to us. I mean, uh, look at us. Exactly. So we, we really appreciate that. And so if we, could give, we, could, if we could give you money through the thing, we would. But we don't have any money to give you. So just imagine if we could. We would. Imagine money happening. Yeah, or a virtual high This five. is a free exchange of ideas. Yes, free exchange. We free flow. Yeah. The high five is nice, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that. So. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Matt? <laughs> so, but we do we do want to draw your attention to uh, multiple platforms that we're on. And you can find everything together in one roof, if you will, here at SabbathLounge.com. The real name of the website is itshahushua.com. But uh, I also uh, have Sabbath Lounge. And so you can you can actually type in Sabbath Lounge and it will go here. But uh but it's actually that different it's, website. But it's same like thing. a trick. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's something that I did have to pay for. That it's uh, Yahushua.com thing it sounds kind of in your face. Like, listen, folks, it's Yahushua. Yes. Is that kind of where you were coming from with it? It was. Mm -hmm. I was kind of screaming. See. But, <laughs> but we put it all under one roof. You can find podcast, Twitter. Uh, we even have a voicemail. And so um, you can leave us a direct voicemail yep. with this thing called SpeakPipe, which is pretty awesome, and few people use it. And uh, the YouTube and about and a contact page. So check all that out if you haven't. And uh, we're always trying to get more subscribers in WordPress. This is a WordPress-powered blog. And if you are a WordPress blogger person, WordPress blogger person, no, that works. Yeah, okay. you're right. Please check us out. Please subscribe. We have 100 people there. We'd like more. We have about 400 people in the Twitter sphere, and, and we continue to grow that audience. And just we just ask you to help us to grow in Facebook and Twitter and all these other places yep. and platforms and try to follow us and comment, follow, subscribe. Yep. So if you find the content interesting and useful or helpful in any way, tell someone else, and then they might get some use out of it. That's right. So that's good. So we're here today uh, to talk about this Torah portion we re recently went through, and it talks about the blessings and curses. And so, Jake, tell us, um, let's see, what is this thing, this image that we are uh, looking at? This is not the actual thing. This but looks like mountains. Yes, mountains. And I think there's mountains associated with blessings and curses. There's a little man up here. And yes. And there appears... Happy to be free? There appears to be the start of a terrible forest fire. Ooh. <laughs> and so I, I don't know about that. Maybe that was just somebody's really large campfire. Yes. So maybe, let's maybe it's a controlled that. burn. Controlled burn. Yes. So, But yeah, the significance. What's the significance of the... Yeah, why did, I choose, why did I choose this picture? Why would I do that? Well, it's mountainous, and I think the blessings and curses is hearkening to Ebal and Gerizim. Exactly, exactly. So probably I could have found Ebal and Gerizim here, but I didn't. So, But I just wanted to make sure you knew that this was not actual Ebal and Gerizim. This was just something I found somewhere royal, royalty-free on... 
something. <laughs> Canva. Canvas. Canva. Canva, I believe. Canva, I think it is. The Canva that some people in my life have told me about. And I want to thank my daughter-in-law for showing that to me. Um, it's been pretty amazing. So thanks to her, I'm able to, to find that. So anyway, um, Mount Gerizim. Are we, are we and so, yeah, make us smaller or something. I want to make it smaller without us running away there you there go. We go so it's a holy and historical site located on the south side of shakim shakim on the top of the ruins of a samaritan city so uh, you know there's a little bit more about it there um this is a aerial view this of is the really place. cool here and so um you know somebody took a drone and they flew it across and this is the actual ruins of the modern day place um you know, you can see a lot of life is happening here. This is not out in the wilderness in the desert anymore. Right. Someone must have found it to be important. Yes, it must be a, a pleasing place to live in. And, and you can see, you know, it's a, it's, it is a pretty area. And, um, you know, it, it, when I watch videos like this, it makes me, I want to go there someday. Yeah. You know, and I want to check it out myself. But you can tell there's some elevation here. You know, this is... A little bit bigger than the mountains of Lubbock, Texas. Um, there are no mountains in Lubbock, Texas, where I grew up. So, but but you had mountains in Pennsylvania, maybe yep. some of them are about that size. Old Pennsylvania mountain. Mm -hmm. Just like the song. Yep. I don't know that song. Me either. I, I was just saying that. Oh. <laughs> and so, uh, kind of as I studied this, I came across the sky. This is the Holy Land site YouTube channel. And he has a thing about Shechem, Jacob's Well, Joseph's Tomb, Mount Gerizim, Mount Ebal, the woman at the well. And uh, so he he has a, um, a pretty good video where he actually goes to um, Jacob's Well. And uh, he's showing you that. I don't know how to get rid of this. Ah, uh, I get rid of our ad and check the volume on them. Oh, I can't because this thing's down here now. Don't exit. I'm not going to exit. Okay. So, so we've kind of started here where he's talking about the scripture where um, oh, Yeshua <laughs> meets the woman at the well. And, right. you know, definitely Jake and I talked about how it, it would be awesome to go stand in these places and read the scripture. Yeah. Where these things happen. And, you know, this guy is not Torah observant, but, but I did put this in here. You know, it's something you can go look at and watch. Um, you know, and, and there's definitely things you can learn uh, from, from. Yeah, you kind of kind of takes away from it. Right here the cars driving. It up does. In the it does. Yeah. Uh -huh. And Nabalus is the modern town that used to be called Shechem. Right. So now it's called Nab Nabalus. Mm -hmm. they, it would be so much easier if they just left the names, or like restored the names. Yeah. Like yeah. like Yahweh. Mm-hmm. You see. Exactly. And then it would be easier. I could go to the map and it would say Shechem and I could just go there. Yeah, but when you go to the map and Google, this is what you get. Yeah, because that's what I did. And <laughs> so well, you've got Nabalus there, which used to be Shechem. It kind of gives you geographic location. The Jordan River is on the right and right the sea is on the left. Mediterranean Sea. 
I think. Okay, crickets. So I'm pretty sure it's Mediterranean Sea. My geography and in the region is wanting. So, um, but that's kind of where it is today. Hey, and, there it is. And then there's the divided kingdom, um, kind of what it became where you've got Judah in the south and uh, you've got the northern kingdom. And, um, you know, and Jerusalem is there as well in Samaria. So there's also a whole you know, complicated history between the Sumerians and where they worshipped in Judah and where they worshipped. Right. Which we didn't really want to go into, but just so you kind of know, there, excuse me, there we're talking about. And so here's another modern day map of, of the area, kind of a geographic. Um, right. So you got Nablus or Shechem, right, mm-hmm. here. And then you have Mount Ebal to the north. And Gerizim to the south. Yeah, and we talked about we don't know exactly which one of those is Gerizim. You know, in ancient times, they didn't measure, I don't think they did anyway, and go, this little point is higher than that one. We're going to name this peak this. I mean, they just probably called that whole complex Gerizim. Yeah. So, but that kind of gives you an idea. And so this. This is a good picture here that kind of gives you the idea. And so it is a natural amphitheater. Um, and, um, you know, we have these two mountains. One mountain is a little bit higher. Uh, Shechem is in the middle. And so, Jake, would you read these scriptures? We may just have to I'll make this to wiggle that around. <laughs> that around. <laughs> so Abraham, Abram departed as Yahweh had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sikkim, unto the plain of Moreh, and the Canaanite was then in the land. So the Sikkim is Shechem. Correct. So, and so here early in Genesis, I mean, that's pretty early on in the story. We're 12 chapters into the story yeah. and you have this place mentioned. Right. So it clearly is something mentioned early and often. And then this one as well. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Chedorlaomer and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Shaveh, which is the king's dale. And so here you have, um, you know, a lot of people believe that also to be Shechem um, in that vicinity. And another map. And Jacob came to Shalem, which is like Salem, which is like Jerusalem, right? yeah. A city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan, when he came from Padanaram and pitched his tent for the city. And his brothers went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. But we skip. So we start oh, off in gotcha. Genesis yeah, 33, 18. Seeing that. And then it kind of skips forward to Genesis 37. And the point is, go look at these scriptures. Right. We're just kind of hitting the highlights and you should go read them. Right. So, yeah, and read them in the context so you get a better yeah. idea. You should be doing that anyway. You should be reading your Bible in context. So, uh, yeah. So, and then skip to Genesis 37 there. uh, And his brethren went to feed their father's flocks in Shechem. 
And Israel said unto Joseph, Do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send you unto them. And he said to him, Here am I. Hmm, I never really noticed that, but here I am. Here I am. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. And he said to him, Go, I pray thee, see whether it will be, uh, whether it be well with your brethren, and well with the flocks, and bring me word again. So he sent him out of the vale of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And they talked just like that, with the vows and these. And thus. They did. So you definitely clearly see Shechem mentioned, and we're, you know, Genesis 37, we're not too far into this. And, and then we see it mentioned in the New Testament as well, Acts 7. Uh, then sent Joseph and called his father Jacob to him and all his kindred, threescore and fifteen souls. So Jacob went down into Egypt and died, he and our fathers, and were carried over into Shechem and laid in the sepulcher that Abraham bought for a sum of money of the sons of Emor, the father of Shechem. But when the time of the promise drew nigh, which Elohim had sworn to Abraham, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt. So here, you know, I, I didn't ever really pay attention to that, but that Acts scripture really connects some dots here that this land that Abraham buys to bury his wife is in, uh, you know, he, is connected to Shechem. Mm -hmm. You know, he buys it from the father of Shechem. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so definitely there's this connection very early on. Um, and I think it's important, something to pay attention to. And then Joshua 24, 32. And the bones of Joseph, which the children of Israel brought up out of Egypt, buried they in Shechem, in a parcel of ground which Jacob bought of the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of silver. And it became the inheritance of the children of Joseph. And so I think it's in this would be called, don't you think this would be the cave of the patriarchs is what, what it became? Yeah. And, and you know, I don't think it takes too much of a genius to go. If Abraham buried his wife, Sarah someplace, he probably told his people, Hey, I want to be buried next to her. Yeah. You know, that's where, that's where, that's where I want to be. I mean, that's what most people do, and we talk like that today, so why would he not have talked that way? Yeah. And so it makes sense. And they wanted to be buried where their fathers were buried and yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. That's why they took the bones up out of Egypt to bury him with his mm -hmm. fathers. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it gives Abraham a, a foothold in this land. You know, it's the first piece of land that's actually owned by the you know one of the children yeah. who happens to be Father Abraham, if you will. Yeah. So, it's all very interesting. So uh, definitely lots of connections there to study. And so here is another uh, kind of a fisheye lens view of the two places. And there are some ruins on Mount Gerizim. A lot of people believe that to be a Samaritan temple. Shechem in the middle, Ebal, and uh, Sakar. Sakar. Yeah, sure. So didn't we read that in one yeah. of those? So, so you yep. can see, you know, those are extremely close in proximity, uh, according to this map, if this map is accurate. And then Jacob's well, supposedly, is one of the only 4,000-year-old wells found in this location. And, you know, Jake and I, I, I think we kind of can be skeptical, but we do have an open mind on this. And, you know, um, I do think I know people very well, and it is possible that a lot of these sites, people could just say whatever and say, you know, come come see Jacob's Well. It costs you five bucks, yep. and I'll show it to you. So, I mean, 
there is that, but, but I do think, you know, it could be very likely that's the, the real, the real thing. Yeah. And they built this church over it apparently. Yeah. Which happened a lot. Yeah. That's a whole thing. Um, definitely study that at some point. John four. So let's read that one. All right. Uh, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee and he must needs go through Samaria. So he has to go through Samaria to get to Galilee. Then came he to the city of Samaria, which is called Sakar. So right there, Sakar on the right. Uh, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Yeshua, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Yeshua said to her, Give me to drink. And then... Uh, four, three. I feel like this is what we just read. Oh. He left your day and departed. Yes, to yes, we did just read that. Sorry. Come on, man. So, um, so that is... So let me go back one more. So... I don't know what I'm doing here, Jake. There you go. All right. button. So, you know, the point is uh, some of this stuff's been right here under our noses the whole time. And we just kind of wanted to, this is going to be part one of a multi-part series where we go into a little more detail, a little more depth. And some of these scriptures we'll come back and revisit. And, and there's some videos that kind of go with it. But um, so definitely an important, significant um thing in 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 the story so what do you have anything else you want to add or say no it's just good to be able to see uh you know how the landscape was in the time and uh you know put put some geography to the the places that they're talking about in scripture yeah so you kind of know what's going on there yeah, and, and, and that is amazing that we live in a day and time when we can do that. You know, we've got all these views, the drone views, different camera lenses, and they're probably live feeds of some of this stuff. I mean, you can really geek out here if you want to, but it does help you understand what this country territory looks like. And, uh, you know, it has changed, you know, through time as, as humans have built things. So um, so anyway, we just, we just kind of want to start you thinking about – Gerizim and Ebal and their significance to um, to the story and and um, and how it ties into blessings and curses. So Mount Gerizim was where the blessings and Mount Ebal was where the curses. And then there, we brought up that it was this natural amphitheater kind of scenario. So this is where they were spoken from. So everyone in the valley would be able to hear both of those things happening. Yeah. Yeah. So we just ask that you would stay tuned for more because more is coming. And so we appreciate if you like it, uh, give us a comment, give us a share um, and check out some of the other things on our channel. We certainly appreciate you being here. This is Matt and Jake signing off. Thank you. Trying to. Oh. <laughs> Where do I?